Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Consciously Reparenting, Christy's journey, adventures, and self-healing. I can never quite remember what I call this podcast. <laughs> so welcome back. Again, it's been a while since I've um, sat down and recorded. Let me tell you guys, it's been a crazy, well, the past week has been really crazy, um, which you guys are probably quite aware of. So I don't have necessarily a specific self-healing topic in mind. I just kind of wanted to riff on a couple different things today. So just kind of my way of popping in, connecting with you guys again and saying, hey, yes, I'm still here. Um, my my own healing journey kind of comes and goes in waves. And so it um, it's not always that exciting. I don't always have things to talk about in terms of my own self-healing and my own inner work. But there's a couple things that have just been popping up into my world, into my reality uh, the past couple days that I thought I would just jump on and discuss a little bit. So let's just go ahead and dive in. All right. So today is June 4th, I think. So, <clears throat> you know, if you're listening to this in the future, I'll give you a little bit of context into what's going on right now. Um, this global pandemic has really taken a backseat to um, the riots that have been happening, I believe, primarily in the United States. Um, there was another black man killed by a police officer. There's been a lot going on with that. And so Tuesday morning, today's Thursday. So Tuesday morning, I woke up and I was seeing all over my social media feed uh, what they were calling Blackout Tuesday. So essentially you would post a black square to your profile, your Instagram profile and Facebook. I think people participated there as well in order to, this is my understanding of it, in order to allow people of color to be more heard. And I, I'm really not wanting to like dive into too much of that in this podcast episode, but I'm just kind of giving a little bit of background because it led to um, some stuff happening within me. <laughs> so that was Tuesday. And I really, that day, fell down the rabbit hole of social media. Now, as soon as I saw that, I, because I'm quite tuned into myself energetically, I knew that that just wasn't sitting right for me. And that's my own truth. That's that's just what my own energy, what my own higher self was telling me was I'm not I'm not going to post a black square because it just doesn't sit right with me energetically. So I didn't. But um, yeah, I fell into a lot of kind of <laughs> Not debates, but I mean, we all know how social media and the internet are. There's a lot of opinions. There's a lot of just just tensions and energies are running really, really high right now. 
um, and just being able, you know, to energetically tune into the collective consciousness as an intuitive, it's like everyone's just feeling on edge. Everyone's feeling very sensitive. I know a lot of white people on social media aren't really sure kind of what we're supposed to be saying or not saying. Um, you know, a couple days before this Blackout Tuesday, we were white people were being kind of called out if we were staying silent, if we weren't speaking up. And so it's just been a lot. It's been very overwhelming. And on Tuesday, I really let myself get sucked into it. Big mistake on my part. But um, it led to some realizations. And of course, as always, some opportunities for self-healing, because there's always opportunities for self-healing and inner work and reparenting and all these different things. So I, by the, you know, by later afternoon on Tuesday, I was feeling, my, my nervous system was, was frazzled. I was fried. Um, I was just like in fight or flight in stress mode from being on social media so much that day and just seeing all these different opinions and, and as an empath, being able to feel all these different energies of everything that's been going on. Um, and it's very draining. It's very exhausting. It's very overwhelming. And I know uh, that's not just me that feels that. <clears throat> so of course, just, just, you know, you guys know that I'm just speaking from my own experience. I'm not speaking on behalf of anyone else. So I shared a two minute story. Uh, I don't even think I would call it a rant, I would maybe call it a little bit of a rant, um, just about, you know, just expressing my feelings of frustration and just kind of calling attention to a lot of the unconscious behavior and actions that I was seeing on social media that day. And just kind of questioning, you know, why people maybe don't always educate themselves on why they're doing what they're doing. Now, I know everyone's on their own journey. Everyone's exactly where they need to be. But this day, I was just, I was done. So I shared literally two minutes of how I was feeling, left it at that, and, you know, had the intention, okay, I'm, I'm going to take a step back from social media for the evening. I'm going to spend some time outside. <clears throat> and, you know, had supper, went outside, and then I had someone hop into my DMs replying to my story. And she absolutely went off on me. She was telling me that my message was irresponsible. She was disappointed. She was infuriated. Um, the things that I was saying was going against everything she thought I was, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Three big long messages in my DMs. So because I was so already not in my own energy that day. Um, I, I didn't snap, but I just, I had had enough. I was like, honestly, I deleted the messages right away and I got, I wasn't in a rage, but immediately it had me in such an emotional space that I hardly remember any of what she actually said to me. So I deleted the messages. I removed her as a follower from my Instagram account. Um, and deleted my social media apps from my phone for the evening. And I just sat with mother earth. I sat outside. Um, I asked my spirit guides to be with me. I asked my angels to be with me and just to help me release, um, the energies that were not my own, just, just to help me because <laughs> I was feeling very overwhelmed. I was feeling very, um, 
exhausted and just feeling like I had lost myself a little bit. So that was fine. Um, I had a little bit of trouble falling asleep that night. Um, surprise, surprise. And then yesterday, I felt better when I woke up in the morning. I felt okay. And then, you know, I went about my day not feeling super great. Um, I spent a lot less time on social media because I had learned my lesson after <laughs> I was feeling on Tuesday, spending so much time. And... <clears throat> you know, I I had really got to thinking about something. And this is kind of what has led to a self-healing opportunity for me, or even just insight into myself. You know, when, when this person had made the comment of it, what I, uh, how, every, how, what I was saying was going against everything she thought I stood for, that kind of prompted something within me to take a look at myself and it really made me see that I have lived my entire life and I can pretty much say this for a fact confidently because I've done a lot of inner child work. So, you know, a lot of people might kind of hear this and think, well, you don't know how, you don't remember how you felt as a kid, but I do because I've gone back in time energetically to when I was a child and I can I can <laughs> confidently say that this is how I felt. That I have spent my entire life trying to fit myself into the boxes of what other people expect me to be or what other people think I should be or how I should be or who I should be. And that's a really difficult realization to come to because you can go your whole life thinking, yeah, I'm just being myself. I'm just being me. This is who I am. But when you actually take a look and dig around and, you know, I see and I feel that I haven't been myself. And this has really been layers and layers for me because as I've gone through my spiritual awakening, quote unquote, um, you know, as I've done my self-healing, I feel like I'm a stuck record because I keep coming to sort of the same realization. And every time I think I'm being authentic, then, you know, something happens where I realize, no, I'm still not being my full self. I'm still not living in my authentic truth. So here's the thing. We as individuals are not here on this earth, in this life, to stay stuck inside these boxes of expectations of other people. So as I've done inner child work, um, one big, big thing that has come up for me repeatedly is that I felt alone, I felt small, and when I say small, I mean energetically small. I felt invisible, I felt like what I had to say and how I felt didn't matter to anyone, it wasn't important, um, wasn't worthy, and so that has carried with me into adulthood. So in my teens, having been in an abusive relationship, you know... (laughs) I have so many thought trains right now, I don't know which one to follow. Um, you know, I I was 
in that relationship, I spent a lot of time being mocked and being humiliated and essentially having my feelings and the things that I had to say dismissed and completely disregarded. Now, I'm not going to go into kind of like the the quote-unquote mechanics of the energetic reasons why I was in that relationship because that could probably be a whole other episode on its own. Maybe it will be one day. Um, But, you know, just I was still in that pattern and that conditioning of, okay, this is this is just reaffirming my belief and and what I know to be true, that what I have to say and how I feel does not matter. So <laughs> fast forward again into, you know, my 20s, my earlier 20s, I was in a relationship well, earlier, how old am I now? 33? Earlier, to, well, I would say around my mid-20s. I was in a relationship where, again, I was not being heard. What I was saying, how I felt, was being disregarded. So again, I'm still in this same pattern, right? And so one of the the habits or patterns that have come to be from all of that is that I'm not great at openly communicating, especially in relationships. So with my partner right now, it's the same pattern. I'm not good at speaking out. I'm not good at saying how I feel. I still am in patterns of I wouldn't necessarily say getting worked up. Sometimes I do get worked up. But a lot of the time it's just because I'm I'm more energetically in tune, a lot of the time I have a very tough time putting words to how I feel. And when you're a person like me who is lives from more of an energetic space rather than that logical reasoning kind of space, it can be very difficult to just be a human functioning on this planet because you know how you feel, you know what your truth is, but you can't always explain why you feel that way. So I can know for certain how I'm feeling and what I feel is right, but if I can't put words to that, it's very difficult to be and it can be difficult to be in a relationship and to try to express how you're feeling and, you know, put words to how you're feeling in a way that somebody else will understand and be able to then take and listen to and use, if that makes sense. So this was really the big realization excuse me, I don't have water beside me. Um, the big realization for me, you know, over the past, even even just last night as I was falling asleep, and that's when I receive a lot of these kind of energetic downloads, and, and I, I call them realizations or epiphanies or whatever, but really it's, it's, it's downloads. And what downloads are, they are like these intuitive messages. So from my higher self, from my spirit guides, from my soul, whatever you want to call it, however you want to think of it, it's these downloads. And then I get to take these things and work through them consciously in my daily life. 
So this is such a practice for me anyway. I know, I mean, it's, it's really a practice for anyone, but for me, especially considering, you know, this is like the fourth or fifth time I've peeled the layers of this onion of, of thinking I'm, I've been being my authentic self when really I haven't. And, you know, it can be a really big, a really intimidating leap to make to go from being who you've been functioning as into full authenticity. Because I can pretty much guarantee that you're going to lose people along the way. You're going to lose relationships and friendships. You are going to lose a lot of that because you are dismantling your ego, number one. You're dismantling who you thought you were for all these years and you're stepping outside of those boxes of expectations that other others have placed you in. So again, I repeat, we are not here to live inside those boxes. We're here to step out of those boxes and live and speak and be our authentic selves. Of course, obviously, easier said than done. Um, but that's why I say this is a practice for me. You know, I, I practice trying to be more open with my partner. I that's that's probably one of my biggest sticking points for me. Is it's just an issue I've had for a long time, just not <laughs> being able to openly communicate. Um, not that I can't. It's it's just something I really struggle with. So, you know, that's an example. Or being open with my child and having open conversations with him and really encouraging him and letting him know that he can come to me and I'm not going to get upset. And that's where a lot of inner work and reparenting comes into play when you're a parent. Because if you weren't taught those things, or if you weren't shown that when you were a child, you are the one who has to break out of those patterns. So sex, for example, wasn't something that was really talked about when I was younger. Um, I vaguely remember a, a, you know, two minute conversation with my mom about the birds and the bees that's pretty much it. It was not an open topic. It was not an open conversation. So now being an adult and having a child, my son is 12, he'll be 13 this year. And being able to look back at patterns such as that, that were present when I was a child, and I can see how that made me feel, maybe what would have been, you know, a little bit better when I was a child, so maybe more open conversations, right? Maybe not hiding that aspect of life. And again, if you've listened to me talk about inner child, you know that when I talk about my childhood, it's not to put my parents at fault. It's it's not to put any of our caregivers at fault, okay? Um, it's just you're able to then look back and say, okay, hey, what might have worked a little bit better? And so now as an adult, I can look at those things from my childhood and I can try to do better for my son. So again, you know, that open communication with him, making sure he knows that he can talk to me, even if it's, you know, something that's hard to talk about or if it's something that he's uncomfortable talking about. 
And again, I, I mean, this is the fourth or fifth time I've said this, but it's a practice. And that's what all of this work is. Okay, you can have the giant realizations, you can have the big downloads of, hey, I really haven't been being myself. Hey, I really have kept myself stuck in living the expectations of others. And that's all well and great. But then you actually have to do the work to change that shit. And that is where the consciousness, the the conscious choice and behavior and actions come into play. You don't have a realization and then magically everything changes. I mean, every now and then that will happen, maybe, but you still have to put in the work to consciously change those patterns. So I'm going to give you an example of this. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll have already seen me talk about this. A couple of weeks ago, my boyfriend and I were out, we were cutting the lawn. So he drives the bigger tractor with the big mower on the back. And then I drive the little riding lawn mower to do, you know, around the trees and the smaller kind of tighter areas. So it was nice and sunny out that morning. I like to let some sun on my skin. So I had shorts on and I was in my swimsuit top. Now, since my boyfriend and I have been together, we've been together for five years this year, I've gained probably 50 pounds over the past few years. And so I'm a little bit less confident with my body. And again, that's something else that I'm working on. But this is how you do the work. So I was aware of that voice in my head that told me, you're not skinny enough to be out cutting grass without a top on. You're jiggling around on the riding lawnmower. Your belly's jiggling. Your boobs are jiggling. Um, it's not flattering. Your body looks gross. Your body looks disgusting. Okay, so step number one is to num- <laughs> to, to be aware of that voice to detach, to take a step back, to be the observer of that nasty voice in your head, okay? And that's the ego, that nasty voice. So number one, be aware of that. Number two, don't let that voice control you. So my self-healing for that day was to observe that voice and then to not listen to it and then to just do whatever the hell I wanted to and to do what felt good for me. And what felt good was to have the sun and the air and the breeze on my skin. Okay. So, I mean, that's kind of a smaller example, but the smaller work is what leads to the bigger changes. So, you know, that type of smaller work will lead to me just loving my body and being confident in my body, no matter what it looks like. Okay. So now after this download that I've had about, you know, living in these boxes that other people have placed me in, um, I get to start the work of tiptoeing outside of those boxes or, you know, to take it a step further, really just shattering those boxes altogether. So I, (laughs) you know, a lot of people who think they know me really probably don't actually know me because I keep pretty quiet on the things that I truly believe in because I'm not quite at the point yet where I can share my truth and stand strong in that. 
So it really still kind of sometimes does shake me when other people are triggered by me and they confront me about it. Um, I still have some inner work and I still have some healing to do in that arena. So again, this will be a practice for me to just start sharing more of my authentic self. And then when others are triggered or when others disagree with me or, um, you know, whatever the case may be, again, that's another self-healing opportunity because then I get to practice standing in my truth, knowing that I don't need to justify to anyone how I'm feeling or what I believe because it's my truth. I don't push my truth on others. I just stand in it. Sometimes I share it with others. Um, And, you know, my truth is so different than the reality that we've all experienced, um, than the society that we've all experienced, than the societal norms that we have all accepted. My truth is so far beyond that and so different from that, that it triggers at least one person every single time I share it. And so it, it can be a lot to live in this world and to know from a young age that the way everyone else has been living their life is not for you. So to navigate and to try to squish yourself into the boxes of society, but still knowing deep down that that's just not working for you, and then having to dismantle all of that, And then having to step into that truth and really live that truth. And then having to deal with people attacking you for that truth. And I don't, of course, I don't mean physically attacking me, but, you know, jumping into my DMs. Um, Trying to tell me that what I'm saying or how I'm feeling is wrong. No, that's not okay. If you, I mean, everyone is more than welcome to disagree with anyone else. You know, the things that I say and the things that I share are not going to resonate with that many people. And that's okay. I don't have to resonate with you, but you don't get to tell me that I'm wrong for expressing myself and for sharing how I feel and for speaking what my truth is. Okay, so just keep that in mind as you are navigating daily life. So I believe I'm going to leave it at that for today. Hopefully this maybe gave you some new insights, maybe a little bit of, I don't know, inspiration. And let me know if this resonates with you. Um, Let me know if this speaks to you on some level. And if not, you can just feel free to move along. Um, You don't need to jump into my DMs. However, if you have questions, if you would like to have an open and honest discussion, you can feel free to reach out to me. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Love you.